Welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. It is so good to be here with you all. I know you're wherever you are, maybe watching this on your phone or your TV or computer, wherever you are, praise the Lord. Know that God's with you right there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for this incredible opportunity to share this incredible, incredible revelation that you can employ into your life, which is choosing righteous living in every circumstance, in every uh, situation. You know, don't settle for what you, you could have, would have, should have. Praise the Lord. No, get rid of all that stuff. Don't get conformed to the world, but praise the Lord. Get conformed to the Word of God. Pursue the Word in your life. And no matter what is coming up in the natural, don't get fixated on what you're seeing. Don't get fixated on the carnal nature, which is, well, you know, if things were different, if I was born on the other side of the tracks, or whatever excuses you have, keep you in a victim state let it all go praise the lord begin to see things through the righteousness of god in christ jesus which is what you are if you've received him as your lord and savior you know it's not enough just to say the salvation prayer you got to get up from that day and you got to choose righteous living every day of your life if he's faithful to forgive you of your sins and, and remove the influence of, of sin in your life and, and, and assure you you're going to go to heaven, then praise the Lord, he's going to do everything else he said he's going to do as well. But if we don't choose those things, just like if we don't choose to say that sinner's prayer or we don't choose to pray about something or whatever, listen, we've got to choose righteousness in every area of our life. I tell you, I got to a point several years back, I mean, probably 10 years or more, and I mean, I started seeing God move on my life, and I thought, man, alive, you know, what, what's actually coming to my understanding is that everything that is, is tainted in my life or not the way I would want it in my life, that's the way that I can develop awareness of a problem and I can go back to the Word of God and I can begin to read about it and I can say, you know what, I'm going to choose righteousness rather than the way the circumstance is going. And I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, I got to the point where I just, and I used to say this a lot, some of you guys have heard me say it, but I got my devil butt-kicking shoes on. Like, I'm, I'm, not just, I'm not just living my life for Christ. I'm actually looking for the devil everywhere I go so that I can kick his butt, man. Why wait for him to manifest a real problem in my life if I can see something that isn't going the way I want it to go and begin to address it through the Word of God, choosing righteousness, praise the Lord, and saying, you know what, I'm on the offense now. I'm not just defensively responding to what the devil's doing to me anymore. I'm looking, man. I'm looking for every opportunity I can find to kick the devil's butt. And some people, I tell you, are so afraid to say that. I remember as a young Christian, man, I was like, man, I heard somebody say that one time. I said, man, you shouldn't pick on the devil, man. He's going to unleash on you all hell, and you aren't going to know what to do about it. Praise the Lord. You know what? If the devil's going to do what the devil's going to do, let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Let's not live in fear of looking for the devil and kicking his butt with the Word of God. Let's not get in fear about what the devil's going to do to us. He's in fear of what we're going to do to him when we understand who we are in Jesus Christ. 
I hear a lot of Christians say, well, you know, the devil's doing this and the devil's doing that because something good is happening in my life. You ever heard somebody say that? Maybe you've said that yourself. I've said it as a young Christian. But I'm here to tell you, I'd rather get that fight over, man. I remember in high school one time, I had this, this, this upperclassman in high school, and he, he didn't like me, and he probably didn't have a lot of reasons to like me. But praise the Lord, he started sending rumors around the school. And he said, the next time I see that guy, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. I'm going to I'm going to put the hurt on him, you know. And of course, all this gets back to me. And I'm just going, you know what? He's going to have to do what he's going to do. I don't know how I'm going to respond in the moment. You know, I, I have no idea. And I'll never forget, I walked in that bathroom, man. <laughs> it was a boy's bathroom, right? I walked in there and guess who's standing there washing his hands in the sink? It was him. And he saw me in the mirror behind him, and he's kind of giving me this dirty look, and he turns toward me, and I said, well, let's get it over with. He's like, what do you mean, get it over with? Hey, you're going to do what you're going to do. Let's get it over with. Let's do it right here, right now. You know, he turned around, walked away. I never had a problem with him ever again. And the only reason I, I, I say it that way is I want to give you an earthly understanding of what I'm talking about when you can really start to say, you know what, devil, I don't care what your plans are for me. I don't care who you share those plans with. I don't care what I see in the natural. Praise the Lord. I don't operate in the natural. I walk in the supernatural power of God. And I'm here to remind you that you are limited in every possible way. And Jesus has given me the victory over you. And you have no opportunity to have any influence in my life. And by the way, I notice you've been creeping into this area of my life. And I'm not going going to wait for it to become a big problem in my life. I'm going to go at you head on right here, right now. Let's get it over with. That's a righteous choice. That's a choice where you've you got to overcome your fears. You've got to overcome anything that's going to separate you from the perfect nature in which God created you to become. And the only way you're going to do it is to identify those problems, and I mean put the blame where the blame is due. The blame is not due on the government. The blame is not due on, on, your, on, on your enemy. The blame is not due on the circumstance. The blame is not due on any of those things. The blame is due on the devil and his influence and his deception and him bringing that to your table to think, well, maybe that person is bad or maybe that situation is bad or maybe that person in government is bad. No, there's a devil behind all this stuff. And if you're not careful, you'll slip down a slippery slope of the natural or the world system and you're going to fall into the desires of the world that you need to follow their pattern rather than the pattern of choosing righteousness and walking in the supernatural power of God operating in the kingdom dynamic and stretching your ten stakes to every every place everywhere all the time every time not because you're great but because you've chosen to live a righteous life hallelujah this next scripture is is so incredible every scripture is incredible but as it pertains to understanding, choosing righteousness, this, this is a game changer. 1 John 4, verse 4 to 6. But you, oh my goodness, you belong to God, my dear children. 
you have already won a victory over those people. Because the Spirit who lives in you is greater than the Spirit that lives in the world. And over the last couple of weeks, we talked about the distinction between the world and, 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 and the kingdom, right? And so we've got to get kingdom-minded. And it says those people belong to this world. So they speak from the world's point of view, or they, they, they speak from a mindset of the world. And the world listens to them. But we, you and I, right here, right now, I mean, in this instant, no matter, no matter what you're facing, no matter what I'm facing, right here, right now, we belong to God. And those who know God, know that they belong to Him, right, listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they will not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth, or what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, or the spirit of deception. You see, not everybody's interested in the Word of God. Everybody is called to the Word. Everybody has access to the Word. Everybody, you know, has all that. But we talked about this last week where you can get comfortable in the victim mentality that I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I was, you know, I, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. You know, I, I didn't grow up with a dad. I didn't grow up with a mom. I didn't grow up with this or that or the other. Or, you know, my wife left me or, or my, 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 some tragedy has happened in my life. And so therefore I can't anymore. I, I just can't anymore. But what God is saying is, yes, you can because when you say, I can't anymore, you're operating from deception, which is what this is saying. You're either going to have the spirit of truth or you're going to be in deception where everything is limited now. There's not enough to go around. There's not enough for everybody. And so, therefore, I can't have. No, you can have everything. Everything that pertains to life and godliness, according to Scripture, has been already provided to you. But you're going to have to choose that in your life. You're going to have to say no to the devil, no to the deception, no to the world system that would say, oh, well, you know, poor is you, you know, we'll roll out all this sympathy for you and the whole thing. And there's a time and a place for all of those things. That's what the Bible says. But I am not under any circumstances, any circumstances, and I've been through some tough ones, under any circumstances am I going to, to withdraw myself from choosing righteousness in my life and overcoming and kicking the devil's butt. He should feel sorry he ever came into your life. He, you should beat him up one side and down the other. I mean, he should flee in seven different ways. You should scatter him. You should confuse him. You should defy him. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to choose righteous living in your life. The Spirit of God is in you. And it's greater than the spirit of the world. Trust me, God has nothing to do with the spirit of the world. That's why he sent his, over, his son to the earth as God-man to overcome the world or overcome the spirit that was in the world. 
And I'm telling you, man, he, he, the devil is locked up, man. All he has influence in your life is through deception. And most of the time, we haven't actually even taken the time to, to really fact check our own thoughts, our own feelings, and our own actions as it relates to our outcome and the Word of God. Like, like am I really choosing righteousness right now by what I'm thinking, by what I'm dwelling on, by what I'm feeling, and, and by what I'm doing? Is the Word of God real to me? Do I really trust God? Do I really trust that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Do I really trust the fact that I'm perfect and pleasing to Him? And if you're perfect and pleasing to Him, there's, you're unstoppable. You, you, there, there's nothing that in this world that's going to stop you except for your mindset or your viewpoint, hallelujah, of what the way you choose to think about the natural rather than the supernatural power of God, which is what you're called to walk in all the days of your life. Nothing out there should be influencing what's in here. Let me say that again. Nothing out there the natural, what's happening, what I'm seeing, what I'm witnessing, should negatively influence what's in here. Instead, what's in here, the Spirit of God, righteousness and faith and you know, hope and love and all the stuff that God's given to us, that should be influencing everything out, out there, changing everything. Molding everything. God's going to start with you first, and then He's going to start to, to go like wildfire outside of your life and begin to influence others with the right standing that you're walking in with God. That's how powerful this thing is. Without righteousness, we're not going to change the world. Without righteousness, we're not going to ever see a miracle, a sign, wonder, you know, any of these things. We're never going to get to heaven if we don't have the choice for righteousness because you're disqualified. That's what the scripture just said. You, you basically are in deception or you're, you're in truth. And so we must, as believers, get into truth, not for just our own benefit, not for just what we can get, but for what we can share with every human being we come in contact with. John 17, verse 13 to 21. Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so that they would be filled with what? Joy. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as I don't belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world but keep them safe from the evil one who is the deceiver who is going to talk you out of making the righteous choice in your life says they do not belong to this world any more than i do make them holy by your truth hallelujah deception or truth teach them your word which is truth just as you sent me into the world i am sending them into the world the purpose of sending you into the world is to carry the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to every person everywhere. Hallelujah. And that gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus that they can receive into their life and begin to perpetuate and continue to share that with others. 
and I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so that they can be made holy by your truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, but for all who will ever believe in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, me, Jesus speaking, through their message, the gospel. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, not divided, not one foot in the world system and one foot in the kingdom system, right? As you are in me, Father, and I am in you, and may they be in us so the world will believe, hallelujah, that you have sent me. Sent me for what? To set you free from the influence of a sinful, worldly nature of limits of every kind into this incredible, abundant life. If you're not making these choices, you're not taking full advantage of everything that Christ came and died for you for. We shouldn't put Christ in a little box like this and say, well, praise the Lord, that's my Jesus. No, no he, he doesn't belong in a box. He, he belongs everywhere all the time, all the time. And he is, but if we don't see him that way, we limit what we can receive from him in this life and possibly in the life to come. It says in, even when we get to heaven, there's going to be different levels of heaven. You know, I mean, I don't want to just be, at, you know, down, down on the south side or west side or whichever side is, is not the side that's got the big stuff. You know, I, I want to walk in there and I, I want to know and I want to be reassured that I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I mean, I'm the best I could be, not because of how great I am, but because of how great Christ became in my life and my willingness to have faith and trust and hope in Him. Hallelujah. Let's read another scripture here. This is really good stuff that can just continue to help you grow in who you are in Christ by making choices consistently that line up with you being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. James 4, 1 through 7. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? <laughs> Again, it's a focus on what you're seeing not to focus on the fact that you've been empowered with righteousness to overcome it, right? So that's where that frustration is going to come from. Don't they come from evil desires that war on the inside of you? Think about the evil desires that war on the inside of you. Again, not allowing what's out there to negatively influence here, you in here. Too often that's happening in the body of Christ. People are getting broken from the inside out. The problem is the Spirit of God also lives in there and it's trying to influence from the inside out. And so this creates a war between good and evil right on the inside of you. Well, you can take control of your thoughts. You can take control of your emotions. You can take control of what you dwell on. You can take control of your actions. You can do all those things. And you can begin to turn your whole life into a life of, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing missing, nothing broken in my life. You want what you don't have, right? Again, it's focused on out here. So you scheme and kill to get it. You scheme and you blame and you become the victim and they become the victor or you become the victor and they become the victim and it's all based on limited circumstances. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war and take it away from them. 
Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. You don't have what you don't want because you don't ask God for it. That is a righteous choice. It's not about what's happening out here. What's happening out here and what you're experiencing out here is unique to you and only you. And it's determined or predicated on whether you're living in the world in its system of limits and, and all that based on the deception of Satan or the truth of God. Hallelujah. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. Your mindset is wrong. You're not thinking the way a Christian should think. You're, you're allowing the cares of the world to overtake you rather than you overtaking the cares of the world. You want only what will give you that immediate pleasure. Oh, well, you know, woe is me. And, you know, you can have sister so-and-so call your brother so-and-so. Oh, woe is you, brother. And, you know, on and on it goes. And, oh, you know, praise the Lord. You know, someday when it's God's will for your life, God will do something big for you. No, don't do it that way. <laughs> don't, don't accept that. Hang up the phone quickly and say, no, I'm sorry, I can't go down that road. Praise the Lord, God sees me differently, and I need to see myself differently. You know, Pastor Paul prays the same prayer over his life, and I've done it for decades. God, may I know you the way you know me, and more importantly, may I know myself the way you know me, so I can live the righteous life you're calling me to. Man, alive, I'll tell you what, we, we've got to get focused. We've got to get unified around the ideas of what's been made available through us in the power of the Word of God. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy with God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God because it's the, you're an enemy of the truth. You are deceived in every way and you're coming back to God with your prayers and the this is and that's and the other and he's going, I cannot hear this because of the way you're praying for things. You're asking me to do things I've already done and you're not willing to stand up and be righteous and make the choice for your life. Hallelujah. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously. He's going to meet all your needs. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud. Hallelujah. And the proud, I'm telling you, is the victim. You can have tremendous pride in being a victim all the days of your life. That's not God's will for your life. But God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble is power under God's control. Well, God has no control if you're not operating by truth. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. That's the promise of God. So the next time the devil's knocking at your door or he's tipped over your apple cart or whatever, you get out there and you take authority over that thing. You don't need to call anybody. You don't need to do anything. It doesn't hurt to have power of agreement, but don't be calling somebody just because you don't think you can do it yourself. No, I can do it myself, and I'm going to incorporate the power of agreement into this thing, and we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna kick the devil's butt. He's going to wish he never showed up at my doorstep. Hallelujah.
Let's make sure everybody's right with Christ right now. I want you to say this prayer, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. It's time to come to Christ, time to come back to Christ. It's time to get back to righteous thinking and righteous living and righteous choices. And so let's get it all right, right now. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my wrongdoing. I make you the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. Make me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, please let us know down in the feed. There's ways you can connect uh, to the church in the feed down below as well. I want to invite all of you to Faith Builders Church here in the sanctuary on Sunday. Outdoor service uh, being provided. Uh, two services, 9 and 10.30. Pastor Barb will be preaching at both. She's going to have a word just for you. This is your opportunity to have righteous living. Praise the Lord. A righteous choice to get up and come to church. Don't allow what's out there to stop you from coming, gathering together as the time draws near. That's what the Bible says. So it's time to come back. Hallelujah. We're going to have open altars. We're going to have hand sanitizer and masks for us pastors and elders to pray over you, lay our hands upon you, and see you recovered in accordance with the will and the word of God. Until next time, God bless you all, and make sure that you continue to choose righteous living.